You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, it's Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast. Today, we have Fiona Bennett from Life Learning Strategies on with us today. Fiona, thanks so much for being here with us. Well, thanks so much for having me. It's an honor. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you. So why don't you start out just by giving us a little bit of background about you as a nurse and, and how it kind of um, led to what you're doing today? Sure. Um, first of all, I should say I am not a nurse anymore. I want to be clear on that because... Um, I know people are, take such pride in their nursing registration. I know I took such pride on my nursing registration for so long. I held on to it for years and years and years, but I don't renew it anymore. So I don't hold. Well, you're always once a nurse, you're always a nurse. You just you can't. I leave. know. <laughs> I say I say I have said that so long, um, but I graduated in uh, 1989 from Humber College here in Toronto, Canada. And that seems like such a long time ago now to say that out loud, 1989. And I was, I feel like I was just a baby. Um, and I, I felt like I was a baby then. I got thrown in, like all of us do, I think, to the deep end when I graduated from nursing. And I came to nursing actually um, as not necessarily as a result of having a big burning ambition to be a nurse. Um, but because I had tried to do something else that I did have a big burning ambition to do and discovered that uh, it was a terrible fit for me. <laughs> I started out as an early childhood education um, student with the big idea of it being, um, you know, perfect for what I wanted to do. I had... Um, and then had my bubble burst. I, I, I was terrible at it. <laughs> the reality. Good to know these things early on though. <laughs> yeah, I used to say I hated it, but I didn't hate it. I, I didn't hate it, I just wasn't good at it. Um, I loved children, but I wasn't good at it. Uh, you know, you can see te kindergarten teachers where they can put their hands on their head and they can hush a whole class. Well, that wasn't me. I, I was like, why, why is this class listening to me? Um, <laughs> I found it very overwhelming. And my whole family um, was already in nursing, my, except for my mom, actually, my, my sister, my sister-in-law, my other sister-in-law, and my brother, um, just a whole line of nurses. And in 1989, uh, there wasn't a whole lot of options still for women, or there didn't feel like there was a lot of options still for women. So it just felt like that was the thing to do, was to become a nurse. And it turned out, actually, I was really good at it. I loved it. Um, so that was very fortuitous. Um, I loved things like um, organizing, and I liked prioritizing, and I liked um, completing tasks, and I, I liked all of those things. But the thing that I liked the most was helping people. So um, it was a really uh, wonderful experience in that sense. Uh, the, the thing that I found really difficult about it was I did love helping people. And um, it's not that different now, I don't think. But in 1989, there was uh, a nursing shortage. And so I graduated 
um, I think it was in January and then February, March, April, May, June, July, like by July, I was the most senior nurse on the floor. And <laughs> everyone was dropping like flies. People were burning out and, and uh, they could not keep nurses in, in, in place because it was, um, it was very, very stressful. And, um, you know, I was, I was at, you know, 19 years old, six months out in charge of a 44 bed um, unit, obstetrical unit. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. It was, it's crazy. <laughs> and I would cry every single night on my way home. And, you know, I, your shift was 12 hours and then there would be another hour and a half of charting before you went home. And so that was my introduction to like the real world outside of the classroom of nursing. Uh, and so you definitely learned those prioritization skills and those sort of tasks, uh, but you really didn't have much ability to do the helping of people. And so I found that extremely frustrating. Um, uh, but I, I spent uh, time in obstetrics. I, I went on with uh, labor and delivery and I finished my nursing career in public health. Um, and I, I spent time in that, that area of nursing. What did you do in public health? I did again all in the. I was in the um, women's health area. Uh, expanded beyond women's health because I was in the sexual health department. So I at um, I was in the Scarborough Public Health Department at, here in Canada, and so I was doing uh, family planning, STDs, a lot of STDs <laughs> in the, that time, um, and counseling. And so I I really developed some skills counseling in the public health area and, um, and you know, was able to make some connection. My love for women's health and empowering women was definitely born during that time. Uh, you know, to see women come in who were struggling so much in their relationships and really um, had very little um, support from anywhere and feel so much shame in their lives and really um, just going on day after day after day uh, with no resources. It, 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 it definitely planted a seed within me of wanting to do something about that. Um, so that was a, a, a key element in my life for sure. So when, what, when did you make the transition from nursing into the next step? And what was the next thing that you ended up doing? The next thing was not life coaching. The next thing <laughs> was I stayed home and I had, um, I raised my kids for a, a number of years and I didn't come to life coaching because of an epiphany of, of my next um, part of a natural evolution in, you know, my a planned progression. There was no planning of being a life coach. I did not have that set out as some sort of planned um, progress. Really, it was because I, I stayed home with my kids and then I was in a not great place in my life. And I started to feel the way I, I saw my clients now feeling. And um, I met my life coach 
And it was when I met my life coach and I saw in her that spark of light and life and love just shining from within her that I knew it was so clear that there was something missing in my life. And I, I knew I needed to figure out what that was. And so I started to work with her and I learned the steps that bring you to that place of light and life and love and just um, an extraordinary life instead of uh, where I was at, which was sort of numb and just going through the motions. And when I, I had that experience, that's when I knew I needed to do this. I need to do this. And I got certified. I, I worked first with her and I went through a program that she ran, um, the inner workout. And that was fabulous. And then I have since, that was in 2009. And I have since then just continued to um, immerse myself in different avenues and techniques of coaching. And I am also certified as an NLP coach and I'm certified in energy work and Reiki and access bars and a number of different things, all kinds of different things to help bring people to the place where they can connect within to that place of light and love and manifest what it is that we all are capable of, which is an extraordinary life. So how did you know when you met your life coach? So, I mean, you're at a point where, you know, maybe, maybe it's rock bottom, maybe it's near, maybe, it, maybe it's not, but because um, we, you see life coaches out there and it's, um, you know, for people that haven't used life or leveraged life coaches before, maybe it's a little confusing as to what it is that they can exactly do for you. Like, how did you know that she was going to be able to help you and where did you think you were going with her? Um, yeah, I guess that's my question. Yeah, I think a lot of times when people hear the term life coach, what they do is they roll their eyes. <laughs> it's like, oh, one of those. <laughs> um, because it, it feels maybe like a little airy fairy and, and um, like, you know, you're going to go sit in a, a, on a rock and wish and things are going to happen. And, and, and that's not what happens with life coaching. But um, how I knew was... I, I trusted what was happening in the moment. And what was happening in the moment was I was feeling alive. Um, and I hadn't felt that way for quite a long time. And um, I think that I can't say I trusted everything completely. I was a really hard nut to crack. I always say that with my clients because sometimes my clients work move way faster than I moved <laughs> as a client. Um, I was very um, skeptical and I was very um, sort of, you know, let's see what will happen because, you know, when you're investing something in a life coach, you're investing time and trust and money, you know? So uh, I was at, I was still at home just trying to figure out what was going on with my life. Very, very unhappy in my situation at home. Um, and I still didn't have a lot of money. So it was a big ask. Um, but how did I know? I knew because we all have 
an inner wisdom, an inner voice that speaks to us and you feel it in your body. So you feel it in your gut, you feel it in your heart, you feel it somewhere in your body. And I was um, fortunate enough that she was an excellent coach and able to catch me in that moment before the other parts that we all have um, quickly canceled it out. Because we also all have those voices that say, uh, no, don't listen to that. That's not right. You know, you don't deserve it. Uh, that's crazy. You can't afford it. Um, you know, what are you thinking? Um, you know, what will people think? All of those sorts of things come in. So I was fortunate enough that I had that feeling and I, I recognized it and she recognized it and we were able to capture it. So that's sort of where it went. That's how it started. Okay, so is there a certain population that you work with or who, what type of people would come to you? Uh, women, primarily. I, and I, I shouldn't say uh, exclusively because I do have uh, some male clients, uh, m some more and more men um, are looking for some of the same things. They're looking to tune into that feminine energy, that feminine energy of nurturing their inner spirit and find their own extraordinary life. Uh, but primarily my clients are women. That's who I focus on. And the reason I primarily focus on women is because uh, that's often what happens is women don't focus on themselves. They focus on everyone else. And so they're spending more time listening to everyone else's voice and very little time listening to their own. And so a big part of knowing what you want is learning how to listen to your own voice. Um, so really, that's my client is a woman who is not, not necessarily at the at rock bottom. I mean, most of the women that I, I work with are either young women who are um, young professionals that just don't have that passion that they thought they would have like they maybe they've gone through school or they're just starting to go to the next level in school and they're like why don't I feel what I'm supposed to feel like I'm supposed to have a burning desire for something and I just don't know what it is I just don't know and so I help them find the passion that we all have or it's women like my age who have gone through their whole life doing life for someone else. They've been living what they should do. They've been living life for somebody else, expecting that that would make them happy. And then it hasn't because it's not their life. They've been living someone else's life. And so now they're ready to find out what is my life and to actually create that, to create it. And, and it can be very scary because for both sets of people, because the one set, the younger person who is just like, I don't have any passion is really, that's scary. 
you know, well, what do you, you know, what if I don't, what if I have no gifts? What if I have no passion? Yes, you do. Everyone does. Everyone does. And the other one is scary because what if I do have my own life? What does that mean? Does I have to, do I have to lose everything else? And no, it doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that. It, you having your own voice and your own passion, your own gifts, doesn't mean that you have to cut yourself off from everyone else. It's not an either or. You can have it both. And, and yes, some people may choose that there are some things in their life that they've been doing that are unhealthy and that's not what they want to continue. Um, but for the most part, people learn how to make the things that are in their life now so much better and so much richer. They don't have to cut them out. They can make them so much better. Uh, so what what is kind of like the timeline for, I mean, I know you can't say, you know, we'll fix your life in, in 20 days or something, but like, what is kind of the trajectory of when somebody starts with you and they start to see changes and you know how long do they go on with you in life coaching yeah well there is a process so it's not because a lot of people when I use the term manifesting and I know that's like one of those words right manifest it um, <laughs> people um, tend to think uh, that it's like you you know you can manifest something you make a vision board and poof there it is it's not like that <laughs> so that would be nice <laughs> yeah, let me know uh, if you have that <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not like that but there is a process there is uh, uh, it doesn't have to take forever. It does not take forever. So really there are some very specific steps to help people create what it is that I'm talking about. So um, that's why, that's why I really am such an advocate of coaching because if you're trying to do it on your own and you don't know what these specific steps are, it can again, feel like it takes forever. Um, but so I think people feel better really quickly so the feeling better can happen quite fast because once you you tune into that place you can find out fairly quickly what are those um, negative energies what's the negative energy what's that weight that you feel um, and then release it so that that i can do with people we do that really quickly so we can do that in one session two sessions like four sessions at the most so that that is a nice like people come in and they go like ha ah. <laughs> because it's such a weight you carry this unprocessed energy it's just been like just sitting on you for years to finally release it is such a relief so that happens really quickly but that doesn't that doesn't take you to the achievement of your goals, right? That just feels better. So once you do that though, then you can start to see what do I want, right? It's like you clear a glass. So you've got all of this, you know, um, mist all over the glass. Once you clear the glass, then you can see. So that's, that takes a session or two to be able to do that, to see what is it you want. And then the next steps, are to make the plan 
And the next steps are to actually work the plan. So I usually ask people to expect probably about 12 sessions to really get a good foundation in the plan. And then um, I, I have clients who I have as once, you see, once a nurse, always a nurse, once a client, always a client. So I have, I have clients who I check in with and check in with me on a regular basis, like once a month or once every three months um, on an ongoing basis. And I do that. I think if you have a coach who doesn't have a coach, you have a wrong, you have the wrong coach <laughs> because you're, you need to have someone who's also doing their work and, and also maintaining their own inner health. So I do that with my coach. I check in with her, you know, on, on an ongoing basis, whenever I need to, just like you take your car in for maintenance, you got to take yourself in for maintenance. So I have, I would say um, it's around 12 sessions is my recommended like package that I would suggest for people to get a good foundation to start. And that would be to develop the habits, really know how to do things themselves. And then we always have a relationship. Um, so how do, how do your clients typically find you? Um, online. Uh, and it used to be through workshops. That's changed a little, <laughs> but I, I really used to do a lot of workshops and that was an amazing way for people to get to know me. And I would, during the workshop, would help people do that first portion where I talk about releasing some of that energy and to have that experience of feeling a connection with light and love and have that sense of ha ah, as the first part and then from there that's where once the, that that glass is cleared then they can really see yeah i have things that i want in my life i want to work on this i want to feel this way more and i want to achieve things for myself my family and the world in my life so that's, that's a, really was the best way for people to, you know, see me and work with me. But at the moment, it's more through, um, you know, I do online classes, I do online courses, so they can get some of that ex same experience um, through, through teaching. Um, so I have uh, just finished up right now an online group that was free. And I'm going to be continuing to do an online group uh, beyond that, that um, isn't free anymore, but I will be again doing more online groups for free. And then um, on online course right now I have is how to motivate yourself. And another one is how to get out of rut. And, um, and then just to work with me one-on-one -on -one is obviously I think the best way to get really accelerated into success in in any area whether it's your your relationship or just personal spiritual 
or um, to find that passion. I think doing the online courses is a great way to get uh, kind of a taste of what it would be like to work with you before moving into one-to-one -one coaching because that is a big commitment and you want to you know make sure that you're, you're right with the you're with the right person um, so yeah. you know doing those inline online courses is a it's a wonderful way and I can see on your website that you know they're not um, they're not expensive at all so it'd be a great way to get to know you and get a sense of yeah. you um, before the one-on-one. The -on -one. Um, okay, so what other kind of uh, services do you offer? I also have a, a free call that I offer for people. So that's another way for people to get an idea of if we're a good fit. So um, it, we do this, right? So we can do this person to person for, it's a half an hour of you know, they can get some of their things identified really quickly and it's not a sales call. So that's something I think people are sometimes really loath to make those free calls because they're afraid that it's going to be a sales pitch the whole time, but it's not, it's an actual coaching call. So it's, it's an opportunity for you to get those things identified. Like what is it that's in the way for me? Because, you know, if you, if I, asked you or you asked me at a certain point in my life what is standing in your way I would be like uh I don't know so <laughs> you don't always know because it's not in your conscious mind the things that are in your way if you knew you would have fixed it and moved on already it it takes someone to ask the right questions and really to get into your energy to find out what is it that's standing in your way so that's what we do during that 30 minute call. And, and so that it's really, I think, worthwhile to do that and then see, okay, yeah, once that's done, okay, do I want to do more than that? And it's totally up to the person. There's no obligation. Um, I have done, you know, many, many of those. And um, yes, sometimes the person and I, then we work together and sometimes we don't, and it's perfectly fine. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's common in any business and you do it because, you know, it's the right, you, you need to find out if it's, if it's a good fit. And, um, you know, that I think that's a, a, a very great way to get to know people and you learn so much about yourself, your business, that person. Um, it's just a, a great opportunity, I, I think. So, yeah. Uh, um, so where, uh, if people want to get this 30 minute clarity consultation or learn more about your services, where can they find you? Oh, it's on my website, which is lifelearningstrategies.com. And there's a link there. They can just click on the link or they could email me directly if they wanted to do that, which would be at Bennett, B-E-N-N-E-T-T -T, dot lifelearningstrategies at gmail.com. It's a long one. <laughs> we'll put that in the show notes so that they can just copy and paste um okay fiona well thank you so much for um being on the podcast with us today well thanks very much i really appreciate it i, I just to mention to you i do have lots of free meditations on insight timer and um on youtube there's free things as well for people looking for just some free help out there too oh i love it all right well thank you so much Thank you. It was a lovely time. I really appreciate meeting you.